Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Today, we will begin a discussion of the retail industry. This is a beginning discussion because there are so many varied players in the industry, and there's a great deal to observe and learn from these companies about managing and adapting to the changes they face. Common comment about retail is that it is changing. It is not what it used to be. Well, that statement is true today. But it was also true as far back as the 1960s. Back then, there were numerous small stores, including groceries, bakeries, drugstores, hardware stores, and clothing stores. Oh, there were supermarkets like Atlantic and Pacific Supermarkets, also known as A&P. But small stores were common and numerous. They maintained long hours and provided free delivery services in many cases. Some of these businesses figured out that they could purchase goods to resell much more cheaply by increasing the quantity of goods they purchased. This led to expansion and the development of chain stores and department stores grew in size and number. Those who sold groceries and food became known as supermarkets. Their ability to offer goods at low prices drove many small stores out of business. Department stores also grew in number and size and they too drove many small apparel stores out of business. Then Amazon came along and they disrupted many retailers in many ways. Amazon began as a bookseller, but it grew into a technology company offering just about any type of goods for sale online and delivering them was innovative. Amazon figured out that it could offer more goods at lower prices by eliminating the brick-and-mortar store, a local store. It used technology to receive orders and then to deliver the goods, just like the old-time grocery stores did. Then Amazon bought Whole Foods, and once again, online sales and delivery services were offered, but now for food purchases. Costco developed warehouse stores, which offer large quantities of goods at reduced prices stores, including supermarkets, that did not adapt to changing technology, consumer preferences, and competition, went out of business. A&P no longer exists, nor does Pathmark. They did not adapt. COVID-19 was another disruptive force impacting many retailers, but it actually enhanced the Amazon and Costco business models. There's a lesson to be learned from all of this. Adaptability and innovation are essential, not only to business growth, but also to survival. Those who adapt and innovate have the potential to increase profits and increase their stock prices. So today, and in our retail series, we will search for the innovators, those who are led by good managers. Management drives innovation. Let's emphasize what drives stock prices higher. 
the ability and potential to increase profits, good management, and innovation. With this background, let's consider Kroger Supermarkets, the largest grocery retailer in America and one of the largest in the world. It has 2,800 stores in 35 states. It is much more than a supermarket. According to Macro Trends, the Kroger company formats include supermarkets, price impact warehouse stores, and multi-department stores, which are similar to super centers, but offer an expanded variety of national brand appeal and general merchandise. Kroger also operates convenience stores, which provide valuable synergies for the rapid expansion of supermarket fuel centers. Kroger owns fine jewelry stores under names like Fred Meyer Jewelers and Lipman Jewelers. This is a high-margin business with good cash flow. Kroger is the only major U.S. supermarket company to operate an economical three-tier distribution system. Kroger operates food production or manufacturing facilities, producing high-quality private-label products that provide value for customers and enhanced margins for Kroger. Kroger operates supermarket fuel centers, which are a natural addition to the one-stop shopping strategy. They may also be positioned down the road for electric recharging. Kroger's wholly owned subsidiary, the Little Clinic, has 224 clinics in seven states. Its mission is to make healthcare more available. That, along with Kroger pharmacies, offer prescription drugs and vaccines, including the COVID-19 vaccine, flu vaccines, HPV, and meningitis. Kroger Supermarkets makes sales online and delivers the goods. Kroger has been in the news lately for two reasons. First, it is expanding into Florida and will do so using warehouses rather than supermarkets. Florida is a lucrative market. Its weather and lack of state income taxes are major factors drawing migrants to Florida and contributing to a 14% increase in population. Kroger currently has only one supermarket and two giant warehouses and expects to open nine more in Florida during the next two years. The plan is for Kroger to become a dominant e-player in Florida and to compete with Publix, the largest Florida supermarket. It will use robots at warehouses to fill online orders, which will be delivered by a fleet of delivery trucks. Each truck will serve as an advertising billboard for the warehouse business. The same e-commerce warehouse strategy will be employed in the Northeast, including New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Kroger will spend about $1 billion on the warehouses, which it calls sheds. It expects its Florida venture to break even by the third year of the project, and it expects to be profitable by year four. It then expects that each shed will produce 20 stores worth of sales with matching profitability. The shed's capital outlay will only be about 60% of a supermarket cost, and labor will be cheaper. Clearly, Kroger is adapting to the warehouse store model and the home delivery model. This is also a cost-effective way of entering a promising market. Something else Kroger has done has made news as it reached an agreement with Bed Bath & Beyond to collaborate in a national e-commerce effort and to begin 
an in-store pilot plan that will expand Kroger's home and baby product offerings. We need to provide some facts about Bed Bath & Beyond. It is a well-known retailer, but it's also experiencing falling profits beginning during the pandemic. There were concerns that it would go out of business. Kroger did not buy a troubled company. It made a strategic alliance that will focus on Bed Bath & Beyond's most sought-after home and baby products. It will do this using Kroger.com and at selected physical stores. In effect, Kroger is adding higher margin products to its offerings. Remember, the grocery and food business is a low margin business. It's a steady business, but it's low margin. With this deal, Kroger is expanding its e-commerce business and possibly improving its in-store business. Shoppers who go to the physical location for the Bed Bath & Beyond products, while they're there, they may do food shopping. This looks like a relatively low-cost investment in offering new products. One more comment about Bed Bath & Beyond. It is known as an omni-channel retailer. This means it uses a variety of media channels, the web, mobile devices, social media, to execute its plan. This could help Kroger as it moves further into e-commerce. It appears that Bed's problems were related to physical stores. Kroger is not taking on any of Bed's physical stores. It is piloting a plan in its own currently existing stores. It sounds like a reasonable risk. Let's sum up Kroger. It is a large, well-established supermarket that is adapting to e-commerce for groceries and other products. It sells essential products, and it thrived during the pandemic, producing a great deal of free cash flow. It is expanding into key markets using what looks like a cost-effective warehouse approach. It has an investment in healthcare that has much room to grow since the current healthcare system in the United States is not prepared to provide necessary services to the population. And it is involved in higher margin businesses, such as jewelry. The Florida expansion and Bed Bath & Beyond deals seem to add to its potential to grow. There is much to like about its business model. Now, some financial considerations. Its stock price of about $40 per share is significantly lower than peers. Walmart, which trades for about $145 per share, and Target, that sells for about $254 per share. This only tells you about the amount of cash you need to invest in Kroger. More important is the forward price earnings ratio that indicates if the price of the stock is cheap or expensive. Kroger's forward PE is 12.58 as compared to Walmart's 23.12 and Target's 20.33. Using this metric, Kroger is the better value of these three outstanding businesses. Kroger's beta, a measure of market risk, is 0.43, while Walmart's is 0.51 and Target's is 1.01. This indicates that Kroger's market risk is lower than both of the companies we've named and lower than the market as a whole. Kroger's dividend yield is about 2%, which again is higher than its competitors. And Kroger has raised its dividend every year since 2013. This is a sign of financial strength. Overall, Kroger looks like a company worth considering for an investment. 
we will, as we said earlier, analyze competitors such as Walmart and Target and other retailers such as CVS, Macy's and Kohl's in future shows. The comparison will serve as another means of evaluation. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.